0: Something for you at the men's
1: shed. Armadale Community Men's Shed. Email Hamadale Community Men's Shed, all one word, at gmail.com or mobile 0424 776 348. Ring us or call in. Well
0: done, guys. Show fat, tall, skinny, hairy ball. In the shed,
1: it's welcome, one and all. Yes, <laughs> that was informative.
2: Yeah, lots of it. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Stay tuned to HFM Men in Sheds.
1: And that I've just had a joke. Yeah, why are we all prisoners to our mobile phones? Because they're called cell phones.
2: There, Gav, have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it alone. Now, the uh, Rolling Stone Men's Community Men's Shed. Today, uh, the shed had, much to my
1: surprise, was very well attended despite the wind, hail, and rain. It was pretty. Uh, full on uh, to make the morning tea chat flow. Mick pulled another one out of the bag by producing some really tasty snacks for morning
2: tea. What were they called? Ah, uh, glamour, glamour, Glam patty. Yeah, yeah, Glamorgan patty. Glam, now, there, there Glam, is a, glab, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah.
1: Yeah, Glamorgan. Yeah, Glamorgan is actually <laughs> a man's shed in. In uh, Wales,
2: so yes. Oh, okay, it's all Irish stuff. Uh, no, <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> say that to the Bushmen. <laughs> oh, Scottish. <laughs> yeah, as you can see, they didn't last long and a dozen hungry shedders. Glamorgan patties time. 30 minutes yield. Eight <laughs> from the mix. Yes,
1: delicious vegetarian patties from Wales, yeah. full of fresh flavours of, you got it, leeks. <laughs> Uh, cheese and herbs. So here are the ingredients. A tablespoon of butter. Two leeks, large green bot. Oh, the green bottoms, oh, you only want the bits at the bottom. No, you want the green things at the top. Finely chopped, about six ounces. I don't know what that is in grams, so uh, you're going to have to go and consult about that. Half a teaspoon of dry thyme. That's spelled T-H-Y-M-E. Uh, two tablespoons of parsley, finely chopped. That's a fresh parsley, not the stuff you get out of your... Dried pasty tin. One and a half cups of Welsh cheddar cheese. Now, you might have to go a long way to get that, okay? Or Sarah Philly grated. Half One and a half cups of breadcrumbs. Traditional recipe uses freshly made white breadcrumbs, but I used a store-bought seasoned type of whole wheat breadcrumbs. Two eggs separated and beaten. Ouch. Two tablespoons of milk. One and a half teaspoons of Dijon mustard salt and pepper to taste, a quarter of a cup of all-purpose flour, oil for frying.
2: And if if you didn't get all that down, get in touch with the station, 107.3 HFM or email us
1: now the instructions are heat the butter in a skillet add the leeks and saute until soft and begin to brown add the thyme past it and cook for
2: a minute or more and in a large bowl combine cheese one cup of bread crumbs, milk mustard one of the eggs Sa- sauteed yeah. Sa- sauteed leeks salt and pepper Mix it well. Divide into eight sausage-shaped patties.
1: In three separate shallow bowls, place the remaining breadcrumbs, egg and flour, each in its own bowl.
2: What happened to me sausage? sausages? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I did. Uh, Bread the sausages by rolling first in the flour, then the egg and finally the breadcrumbs. Heat enough oil... For shallow frying, and fry each sausage until golden brown on all sides, and drain on paper towels.
1: Now, all you wanted to know about woodlays—that's coming up in our segment from the shed wireless. And here it comes. And here it comes. On the tools. On the Shed Wireless with John Paul Young.
0: We're here at Newcastle Wood Turners, and uh, I'm here with Jan Jan Palomowski. I'm glad he said it, not me. And uh, the thing is, we're going to talk about wood lathes. Now, there's one thing about wood lathes that I know nothing. <laughs> so I'm going to bring in Marty Lees because Marty's the man. He knows everything about timber. Scratch your head, Marty. Yep, yeah, yeah splinters. It's it. all splinters, there.
3: Splinters. Very good. Very good. And yeah, what I know is not worth knowing, really. So uh, that's why we call in experts like you, Jan, to tell us all about it. So we, we want to talk lathes today because um, just about every shed has a lathe. If it's one of the first tools they ever get in the shed, it's a lathe. So uh, we want to learn more. I know, I know it's a very, I've had a little bit of a go on a lathe, not much, but it's a very cathartic exercise, isn't it, using a lathe? It can be a little bit daunting.
4: Um, my uh, advice to people starting out with wood turning is to uh, join a wood turners club. Uh, before you buy a lathe, you get to um, get knowledge from the people that are here. We're all willing to help in any way possible. Um, People buy a, a small lathe, a light lathe from Aldi or somewhere, and then they end up hating it and then giving up wood turning. But if you come along to any wood turning club um, and get some lessons, you then work out whether you, you like the process or you don't. Um, and then you um, work out what kind of a lathe you would like to, do, to buy. And my advice is to um, go for cast iron, it's uh, more solid. The other advice that I give to a lot of people is put your hand in your pocket, work out what your budget is and then see what's available and then buy the next one that's dearer than that so that um, you're not going to be kicking yourself later for not
3: doing it to start with. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good tip to start with. Go and go to join the local woodworkers group and or the local men's shed and just get some tips and learn a little bit a bit about it. Because like anything, you have a go yourself and you fail. You think, oh, you know, I'll give this a miss. I'm no good at it, whatever. But if someone gives you a little bit of advice to start off with, you know, you're, you're on the right track. Yeah, and also
0: the fact that you know you, you you say go for the one above what you think you can afford. So uh, you know that obviously when you start doing wood turning you probably uh, get a little bit better than you thought you were going to get and you regret not
4: having a, a bigger machine? I think the um, the story there is that um, the capacity of the machine, people tend to go for smaller machines and you can make um, small things on a small machine and you make small things on a big machine, but you can't make big things on a small machine. Right. So um, a lot of people um, make little uh, pens and... Uh, cheese knife handles and stuff like that, and a small machine' is
3: great for that Righto. So, so all right, so we're, we're, if you were starting off what, what would you be looking for in in a lathe what size you know what sort of uh, what sort of product what are we looking for in a, in a lathe for a starter
4: well, i 'd probably um, go for a small i uh, will call it a Vicmark lathe, not on pushing that um, brand, but they 're well made they 're cast iron. The other thing that is really uh, essential these days is variable speed. Um, because you can get something that's out of balance and you can start it off slowly and then knock the rough edges off it and then wind it up as you go. The other thing with a variable speed is that when they start, they're a soft start. So they'll start off very slowly and then they'll ramp up to whatever speed you've dialed in. And usually, if you've made a mistake, you've got about three seconds to get out of the way before something flies off. (laughs) Good tip, good tip. <laughs> there you go. Well,
0: on that, how much safety equipment should you have when you're using a, a wood lathe?
4: The safety equipment uh, that, you, that is essential is you, you must wear eye protection at all times, uh, a visor is good, um, never wear gloves on anything that's rotating, uh, sturdy footwear, uh, no loose sleeves, no long hair. Uh, Basically, anything that applies to industrial um, um, working is also applying to this, mainly because you've got rotating uh, equipment and wood.
3: Well, that's why I'm working, working on the bald patch at the back here. Work, I'm working my way forward. JP, <laughs> <while> you're out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> here's oh, yeah. Too, here's I used long. to wear a hairnet when I was an apprentice. I think I'd, I'd still have to wear one. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was up at our Redland Bay last year, uh, up in Brisbane Way, and there was a guy doing a demonstration. He was legally blind. I don't know whether he was blind when he first started out wood turning or whether he, he wasn't wearing the shield, but uh, yeah, this guy was legally blind. He's still do it, pulling out some amazing work, so, so pretty crazy, that, that stuff.
4: On that note, I went to uh, our turning symposium, uh, Turnfest in Queensland, and there was an American demonstrator, and he was totally blind, and he did everything by feel, and uh, he said it was great, he could work at night because he didn't have to turn any lights on, <laughs> uh, and uh, it was just amazing what he could do, um, but he started off, he wasn't blind, then he did go blind, and, and, he, and he adapted. He had a a little tool holster with three tools that he had on on his belt
3: and he knew exactly where they were and it was just amazing what he could do incredible incredible so, so back back to starting out then like it is a pretty daunting thing I remember the first time I sort of put a put a piece of timber on a lathe I was there by myself which wasn't smart to start with I thought I'll give this thing a go and uh it was very daunting that first time I was taking the chisel towards that bit of timber, like, what, what, you know, obviously it's, it's a lot safer and smarter to go down and get someone to give you a bit of a demonstration or something first, but it, but it, it can be pretty scary, but it's not that bad, is it? Uh, it, it can be scary, but the, the, the secret is to start
4: using thing, uh, wood that's small. Uh, here we have uh, probably 30 learners that come along and um, we have mentors that help them. We, uh, we show them how to um, hold the chisel to, to uh, present it to the wood in the, in the right um, direction. We show them how to sharpen the tools and uh, we just start them off uh, on basic um, spindle work going from square to round and then putting some beads and hollows and coves and things on them and then from there they progress into making like a little goblet but the the timber is small to start off with so that if it does happen to um come out of the lathe it's not going to
3: do any any major damage yeah great there you go and then you've got so okay so that, that's starting on a bigger lathe then you've got so you've basically got large medium small your, your pen lathes is it Yeah, we have small lathes that are good for um, doing pens and um,
4: small spindle work, uh, small bowls. Uh, Then we go to uh, like a a medium size that'll turn something like about 200 diameter. And we have one lathe here that it'll turn 600
3: diameter by a metre long.